Alrighty, folks, welcome to Behind the Buttons, our show where we recap the week and brainstorm the future of Two Buttons Deep, which is the fastest growing media company, at least in upstate New York. I'm Jack. Today I'm joined by the Buttonista and Drew from Fifth Place, and we are hanging at the brand spanking new bunker in North Greenbush. There's no stopping the bunker at this point. They started in Gilderland, expanded to Clifton Park, where we record all the time. Then they just opened this place up here in North Greenbush, and it is like no other. Two floors, seven bays, and just endless opportunities of parties, gatherings, events. Like This is going to be something that's huge for this area. And they're not stopping here. They just announced they're going to Schenectady. Yeah, I'm blown away. I just feel like it's attention to detail when you look at all the design elements. It doesn't feel forced. It feels over the top in a good way, which I love personally. And I see a future of very cool two buttons deep events going on here. It's social. It feels like a almost like a social club vibe, especially down here. If you're into golf, you can you know, golf the night away. But if you're just into drinking, hanging out, they have tons of live music going on um, every weekend, all throughout November and other times. So I am team bunker for life. It's brand spanking new. I would let anybody spank me on any of these couches. That's how brand spanking new it is. Yeah. Okay. Not anybody, but like okay, you, get, you get it. You get what I'm saying. We're going to get some weird DMS now. <laughs> Sorry. Maybe we should cut that. I think they've kind of uh, established something here though, because when I came in, uh, we were excited to get some Sam Adams to drink on this show, which is the main sponsor of the show. And you know, I'm the go-to Sam Adams guy. I love it. I drink it all the time. And they've established it's officially winter. They've officially introduced winter lager. That's those fresh Decrescenti taps too, you know? Like yeah. it's just out with the old, in with the new. They got to keep it fresh. Uh, Miller Lite always is consistent though. So if you're not ready, you're not ready to dive into winter. Just I like that. Though. I like, I like having a change of beers throughout the year for the same reason. I like the seasons. Like I said, I couldn't live in LA cause it's just 80 and sunny every day. I like something to segment my year. And that is why I embody Sam Adams. I know people would be surprised to know about you. Your middle name is Samuel Adams. I know people <laughs> don't bring that up nearly enough. Never. Is Nobody really? talks about that. Yeah. yeah. For real. Sam yeah. Adams, John Samuel Adams, Carpenter. Wow. I know. It's so weird. It's kind of like your mom manifesting. <laughs> Shouts to Lori. Oh, uh, speaking of moms, I didn't know that I was DMing with Jonah's mom this morning on Instagram. What? Oh. Yeah. Did, did you hear about the couches? <laughs> <laughs> I got a DM that was regarding something I talked about on my podcast about just being flooded with spam emails, which is why this gets worse. And someone messaged me and said, oh, it's such a pain. Have you tried uh, emptying your trash more often and blah, blah, blah. And I just replied. I didn't look at the handle. And I said, yeah, I have. I've tried that. Changed my password, security checkup, whatever. And I'm still flooded, wet ass pussied with these emails. And then she said, by the way, I'm Jonah's mom. I love you guys and all your content. And I was like, oh, my God. Because <laughs> if she listened to the video clip in which I described these spam emails, she would have heard my filthy, dirty, rotten mouth that is requesting a spanking in a live recording. So uh, nice to meet you, Jonah's mom. And thank you for your kind words about our company. I think she gets it though. She's got to get it. You, yeah. if, if you don't get it at this point. Wonder, wonderful lady, wonderful couple. I'm, we met them uh, July, June. And I think she, she gets what we do. 
Okay, good, like, yeah. Some parents are disconnected, don't really get it, but they support it. But uh, she's definitely someone that, that gets it. Okay, good, yeah. With it. I'm you, glad. Would you say that's right? I would agree. Shout out to my mom for being uh, maybe employee number 002. Who knows? Cards, right? <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, she was into it. She maybe could be my at least my security checkup uh, person. There you go. All right. The, the, the bunker was right. It is officially snowing. We saw the first snow this week. Fuck it. It's winter. I think we just got to accept it. It's officially winter. Third summer is gone. It's not coming back. Oh, yeah. It's gone. It's look, gone. All right. Look how green the grass is, though. The grass is beaming right now. It's it do so be green. green. It is very green. green. Well, that could be a peak or a pip, but we're going to kick off the show as we usually do with Peaker Pits of the Week. Taylor, what's yours? The um, one we missed last week. I want to hear that one. Oh, okay. So my peak from last week that we didn't get to discuss is there has been a social media account on our radar for a few months now. It's called Scene in Saratoga. And I started looking at it with kind of like half like one eye shut or whatever. Why is, what's that phrase? Like, like I was like wincing. Cause I With really stank face. like, yeah, just like, stank. like I, am I really seeing what I'm seeing type of thing? Because what it is, is an Instagram account compiled of high quality, like camera professional photos, completely candid of people in the streets of Saratoga. So there's pictures of people walking their dog, people on a run, people with shopping bags in their hands. And even though I am the botanista, I don't always, you know, present myself that way when I'm stepping out in Saratoga. So one of my biggest fears while I'm wincing at this account is like, what did they see me do? Like picking up my dog's shit on the side of the, the sidewalk. Like, what was it? So a few weeks ago, I was literally stepping out of my car and somebody comes up to me and says, um, are you the botanista? Can I take your picture? And I was like, hmm, okay. And she's like, I'm uh, seen in Saratoga. So she immediately outed herself to me which I was kind of disappointed because I liked the idea of this being like an anonymous account. And she re requested my photo to be taken, which I appreciated because I didn't want to get caught paparazzi style. So all in all, it worked out. The picture's out there. I just had micro needling done to my face, which you guys don't care or know, but like I had no makeup on. And she sent me the photo to approve, which I thought was Ooh. very kind. Nice. However, now I'm looking at this account with like a different view because I know the, the mission behind it. And some of that magic of like who's going to be on that account, it's paparazzi-esque. So I'm inherently drawn to it. But if you're in the world of paparazzi, you hope they're kind to you. And they were kind to me. So that was nice. very nice. So a good first interaction with the paparazzi. I guess so. I guess you yeah. could call it that. And you yeah. know, I'm, I wasn't eating a chicken wing outside or something. Could have been worse. Could have been worse, for sure. And I'm sure worse things will come. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. sure it's not the only time I'll be seen in Saratoga. Yeah. Uh, my, I, I, I got to say, mine was a pit. I go out to dinner, my first dinner out in Schenectady since moving there. Not going to say where it was. Wait, is it where you told me? Uh, it's a Seinfeld reference, if you've gotten that far. Uh, it's a woman's name. Yeah, It is a woman's name. Is it the ice cream place? Because I meant to tell you that. We no, about but that there's... <laughs> all right, basically giving away. It is a woman's name, and it's also the name of an ice cream place, but not that. Okay. Anyways, don't want to throw them under the bus. So I'm eating in their dining room, and it's a two-story dining room and we're having a great meal great time great ambiance next thing i know i look i see something out of the corner of my eye oh no and i look up and there's a bat <gasps> doing circles over what? the dining room and i'm not one to, to freak out but i'm like i'm watching it and then i can tell everybody else sees it and i'm staring at it and then it flies back up to where it came from goes Whoa. in the door and it's gone 
And I'm like, oh my God, people are going to freak out. People are going to lose it. And I look around and nobody cared. Not a single person around me. There wasn't even chatter about it. Like everybody saw it. I saw people looking and then people just went back to their meal. I thought I was in the twilight zone. Because Holy I, shit. You I'm know not I would have been like, you seen that bad? Anybody seen that? Yo, that's yeah, crazy. I'm not one to freak out, but I'm like, how is nobody talking about this right now? Is it in like an old house? Uh, no, it used to be a different restaurant. So our waitress comes over and I'm like, I'm pretty sure I just saw a bat. And she's like, oh, wow, when we bought the restaurant, the old owner told us that a bat lived here, but I haven't seen it. And I was like... <laughs> You're the only one. I'm like, this could literally land in food and start COVID all over again. We can't be doing kidding? this. I yeah. cannot believe that. What would you have done? I I would have freaked out, certainly. Something <laughs> like that happened to me. It was like the last year I was in my childhood home, and I saw a bat in the middle of the night and freaked out. You got to open all the doors, try to let it out. Like, that's all you can really do. And we thought we got it out. And long story short, it was like a week of only me seeing the bat. Like, it would be, like, sunset, and I would see it. And it was just every day, I'm like, guys, this bat is still in the effing house. And finally, it was, like, on the corner of a door, and my dad just goes, leave the room, and just, like, whacked it and got rid of it. But, I mean, that's crazy. In a restaurant. Because they're kind of unpredictable. It's not like seeing, like, a bird at Home Depot, you know? That's no big deal. But, wow. Did it affect, like, your impression of the restaurant? No, made a good memory. At I'll, least he I'll lived there. All right. Yeah, they were they were confident that they, they you know. knew he lived there. Yeah, I mean, I my, my dad always says this about wildlife. Like we have a camp in the Adirondacks, and whenever we see a mouse or something, and someone freaks out, he goes, "They live here. We're just visiting." Okay. All right, Kev. <laughs> that would have been. I don't know a, about that. That would have been a let me speak to your manager situation. You would have gone. You would you would have it. I would have been like, "What is good with this bat?" Like. That's crazy. Those are those headlines that you see, like, bat in food. And then you're like, how the fuck did this person get a bat in their food? But you almost lived that life. Wow. Is everybody just so nice? They're like, restaurants have been through enough. Like, let's just let this go. (laughs) Because I can't imagine a situation where there's not one person in that whole restaurant that wouldn't care. That was the biggest trip for me is that nobody, like, there wasn't any chatter. There wasn't, like, like, no whispers about it. Everyone just... Are you positive you saw what you saw? thousand percent confirmed by my girlfriend. Wow. All right. Well, for me, it was a pit. It was a pit this week. I showed up at my house. My car was not there. Come to find out, Albany Parking Authority took my car, man. No. They love, and I... The tickets, I've been meaning to get to them. I just, like, forgot about them, to be <laughs> honest. But then I remembered them when I showed up and my car was not there. And I was like, what the fuck? So, yeah, I finally got it out of the impound and everything and paid all the tickets. We're all good to go. It's back at the house. But it was not a good feeling to show up and just it not be there. And That's what Park Albany does. It was they make They make people hate coming to Albany, they make people regret living in Albany. Literally the best thing about moving to Schenectady is I don't have to worry about Park Albany on a daily basis. How many, (laughs) do you know how many tickets you had before they took it away? I I definitely had racked it up. Yep. It was, uh, I'll say it all. It was 1,035, but I got to knock down. I got to knock down because I went there and I was like, listen, like that's a lot. Yeah. So, you know, got it down to 631. 
And then uh, these these people that tow your car, man, I went over there and they're like trying to charge me every day for the storage fee. And I'm like, how do you expect me to to ever reach what the cap is if every day you're adding on money? So I'm in there arguing, turning up. You know, we got it. We got it down. But um, it's just the whole situation is just like, damn, man, they they really can end your whole thing. You yeah, know? They set people oh. up to fail for sure. Yes, I think for like, sure. And I get it. Like, I just went through a situation with like my student loans that like maybe I haven't been paying. And it's like, you know, they, they make you feel like you're such a bad person. Like this is your problem, Taylor. Like you fucked up and it's true. Right. I didn't pay the loan. You didn't pay the parking ticket. Yeah, yeah. But then it's like, all right, now we're ready to like face the consequences. And they're just like, fuck you. Fuck and I'm like, you. what are you, Seriously. you're not helping me. Yeah. And they're like, you did this. And I'm like, I guess that's growing up, but I don't want to, I'm not ready for that. Yeah. Park Albany is ruthless. For sure. Our, when I lived there, our entire building group chat, which used to be like, you know, promoting things to do, or we're hanging out here doing this. It was entirely Park Albany's outside. Park Albany's outside. They're sitting outside waiting for you to expire. They would literally just creep outside of residents' homes and do whatever they can to ding us. And I've stopped paying them too. I don't have $1,000 worth, but I've just refused to give them money. And I'm quite certain that the money downtown Albany loses because of people getting scared away from parking tickets does not compensate for the money they bring in by ticketing people. No. I I, I don't want to go back. And they had me in a checkmate situation because literally all the tickets was just for my car being parked in the same spot on my block. But I couldn't get the residential permit because I have tickets on the car. So you have to pay off all your tickets to get the permit. But all the tickets were literally just because the car is just oh. on the same block. So it's Such just a, like, they set you up to fail. Yeah, that's yeah. No, so I, that was my pit, definitely. Right? I, hate to, I hate to say, but I, that's why a huge reason why I'm Team Saratoga. It's completely free parking throughout the entire city of Saratoga. Two-hour parking, three-hour parking, plenty of 15-minute spots. You don't get tickets unless you're doing something actually illegal, fire hydrant, handicap, and it promotes all of the economic activity in the area. You know what I mean? Like, it's not that people don't live downtown. It's not that you wouldn't have some of the situations that Albany tries to, like, avoid. But it's always thriving there because people aren't worried about, okay, I can go to lunch with my friend for an hour and not have to fucking rush back and quarters and all that shit. So, you know, just saying, guys. So, I mean, I I agree with that. To end it on a good note, though, that's all good and settled. And I'm a... Fill out the thing for the twenty dollar residential permit, so we just won't deal with this no more. Good. So we should compliment the rivals, though. Like Jack, if they could do one thing better at Park Albany, what would it be for you? Provide better solutions for residents to be able to pay eighty bucks a month and park on the street. Because when you're a resident who lives downtown, you have to abide by the two hour rule or whatever. And if I were to pay their price to park outside of where my building is, where hundreds of people live, it would have been thirty three dollars a day. That's lit, like honestly insane. You can't afford that. So I literally have to go way up the street in Arbor Hill where there was a free street and then my car was, you know, five blocks away. And that's the life I lived for three, three years just because they're so ruthless. There's no real option as a resident. And that would be my solution. Well, the, or just two hours free. I think Saratoga nails it. I don't think I already said this, but I don't think the money they make ticketing people makes up for the money they scare away. 100%. Yeah, I mean, that parking stuff really preys on people that don't really got it, you know what I mean? And I I could tell these towing places are just getting free cars, basically, because people yeah. can't come and get it out of stores and stuff. So it's just a, 
a cycle that's a vicious cycle is mm-hmm. a good word. To yeah. put, that's why you got to ride CDTA, baby. There you <laughs> go. See? <laughs> yes. See, you don't end up on our bad park job list if you ride CDTA, and you don't get parking tickets if you ride CDTA. So thing. bikes, buses, trolleys, they got it all. Get up there. And you might see Drew there. <laughs> Waiting at in, the bus stop. <laughs> for December, we're doing, uh, we'll be handing out some money on CDTA buses. Oh, yeah. Oh, we okay. got it. We actually got to brainstorm now. Let's make a mental note to yeah. do that. Soon. Yeah, let's do that. Um, I, I love the bus. I ride the bus. Even if I got a car, I've always rode the bus. It, it makes sense to, like, if I wanted to go to Troy from, from downtown Albany, and I'm going to head out there and have a fun night. I don't got to worry about driving back, so the bus is smooth. Would you be open to, like, a new challenge where you only ride the bus for X amount of time? Yeah, for sure. I really ride the bus. I know. I really use the public transit. So, yeah, let's go for it. All right. Uh, So, we have something exciting to watch on the show here live. Mm. Um, We had, if you remember, two or three weeks ago, we had a, a Spectrum News reporter on site with us as we taped this show, and they did a story about us which doesn't happen often. We've had one other just general two buttons deep story. Otherwise, it's been, you know, initiative or raising money or something that we did that got us press. But this was just a general story, which I think makes us a little nervous. 100%. Yeah, this is not in our wheelhouse. We're used to putting out all of the content, reviewing it, editing it. And it's not like we edit it to look good. We we edit in the crazy shit. So we're not worried about that. But sometimes... A story about nothing, essentially, with less of an angle is a little more worrisome from our perspective because it's so broad in general that you know they could really edit it and take sound bites and do whatever. So I have on good faith this person that interviewed us. I'm worried because I haven't heard shit about it. I mean, that might just be a local news thing. Maybe people don't have Spectrum anymore. I don't have Spectrum. Do you have I don't have Spectrum either. Uh-huh. Do you have the Spectrum? I don't have Spectrum. All right. So assume people don't have people Which could be Spectrum. a good thing if the story didn't come out the way we wanted. That's, but. that's what we were like. If it's bad, I don't think people are going to see it. But if it's good, we'll repost it. So uh, yep. let's watch it. See oh what boy. we think. I'm a little nervous. I mean, we know how these things go. All right. It is three minutes. Oh, oh God. I, that's minutes. a little too long for me. <laughs> It's start the headshot is a Miller Light. Bucket of Miller Lights. Oh. <laughs> Cheers. 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 Let's make the best podcast the world has ever seen. <laughs> ever. The team of friends behind media company Two Buttons Let's Deep. Go. We ready to roll? How do I sound? Record their weekly podcast at the bunker in Clifton Park. It's one of their favorite local spots. And the next thing we know, hits the bridge. It hit the bridge on 890. I witnessed a Glenville bridge in real life. Tapping into the things universally understood by those that live in the capital region, the things outsiders just wouldn't get, has made them a big success. We're promoters and advocates for the area. There's also like this big inside joke that everybody's in on when they follow Two Buttons Deep, right? There's things that we love about the capital region, and then there's these pain points and these silly things that are like, if you know, you know. Something like the Glenville Bridge or people parking poorly after a snowstorm. We're able to take everything with a bit of levity. 300 likes. Wow. Already? Oh, oh no. 2011 Shen grads Taylor Rayo and Jack Carpenter founded the company in 2016. <laughs> that's crazy. Content that's made to be shared that so and consumed cringe. on social media. Oh, I'm no. about to take the very last ride at Waterslide You're... World before it gets demolished. Great. I now everybody knows. Don't try this at home, kids. Waterslide world. I'm really crazy about you, Waterslide. Wild, you bet. I think when people see our content in general, they can put themselves there. 
you know, at any of the places that we go, events, things like that. What's going on, guys? It is the Buttonista here at the brand new Druthers location in Clifton Park. We're just living our lives and have a camera behind us documenting it, but it's very... Um, not low effort because we put a lot into it, but it just feels normal and that's easy for people to digest, especially on a hyper-local level. Carving out their unique space in local media has paid off. With 200,000 followers in the 25 to 34 age demographic, the pair went full-time at the end of 2021. Our goal is not to be journalists. We're trying to make people laugh. We're trying to, you know, bring fun to someone's timeline, which is often filled with negative and sad things. Um, but we've gotten to the bottom of some pretty cool things around the region. Like Jack's exclusive interview warehouse. with the owner of Central Warehouse. Blum. We comment on the news. <laughs> we don't generate the news. We rely oh, on the local God. news partners who do a great job telling the stories. But sometimes if something's of interest with us, we'll take with it. We'll take it and run with it. And that leads us to some pretty cool places. One day they plan to expand their reach and showcase other mid-sized cities. But for now, they're taking every opportunity to champion the capital region. Ready for behind the buttons? Let's get it. I will probably live here for the rest of my life and I don't think I'll accomplish everything I want to do. So the goal here is to make people realize that. Look at these shoes. And or make the most of their time here in the great upstate. For Spectrum News, I'm Sarah Rivest. All right. Uh, that, was, that was official. 300 likes. I like that it. That was That's the cringiest part. That bad. was bad. That she, was very I, bad. She literally said, I'm just getting B-roll. Like, just act like you're talking. Yeah, that I was a joke. That was a hit piece right there. That, yeah, that two, se- two seconds was a hit piece. And yeah, the reason somebody, why, yeah, I mean, people don't. She told us to just like. That's no like. Like, 300 likes in our world is like, we fucking failed. Yeah, so that was that, about something. I was saying that because we had just posted that piece of content like 10 minutes before. It's like 300. Yeah, well, that's bad. Oh, like that's it. so bad. That, that one part is so you really bad. She was like throwing some like music over that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She literally said, like, yeah. I'm getting some footage of you guys. And oh, yeah, God. That could be classified I got as a 300 likes. That's a hit. That you, could I could see that as a hit piece. That could be a gif. Like, oh, my yeah. God, when this happens, and then you have Jack going 300 likes. Um, you know what? You have to. And you go, this before is anybody to be else the does best it. podcast ever. See, that's funny. Best friends forever. That's funny. That's great, man. Oh, man. I would say 85% of it is good. Yeah. What else didn't you like? That part. Well, that wasn't 15% of it. It was a good amount. I just mean overall. (laughs) No, like I think it was good. So you give it an 85. Like if you were grading Sarah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's fair. Don't you? Um, For me... I like I like uh, the dialogue she used and what she was saying. She had a lot of good sentences. Um, honestly, just that one, that one, <laughs> the one cringe part just overshadows the whole thing. I don't know why I keep thinking of that. He just looks so corny, being like, "I have three hundred likes." <laughs> it, it makes it look like that's all we do behind the scenes. Like, bro, look how many likes we got. Like. There's more. Oh, to, there's man. more to us than checking the likes, man. Wait, what would you grade it? You think I'm I- gonna give it a? Uh, I'm gonna give it a seventy. Eh, yeah, I'm gonna give it a seventy. Good piece. I think she had good intentions. Think she did me dirty there. Um, <laughs> but uh, another mistake is when she showcased the Glenville Bridge bit. That was not the Glenville Bridge. Oh God, that I was a, a that shit. was a bridge in Slingerland. So she oh. still got it, but. Um, I didn't. I, didn't uh, catch I think I didn't we catch could. Up. I I think we could file that under our first hit piece. Oh my God! <laughs> Give Sarah a break. She's no, a sweetheart. Might, 
You might just have to upload that before somebody else uploads. I that. mean, you I might have to meme yourself before somebody else. Yeah. Or do we do we post that and I can just edit it, that sound out? No, 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 no. No, you gotta go the, for it. It's on the original, man. I yeah. wish it was less. I wish it was like fifty likes or something. Yeah, like, three hundred seems it's enough, like we're hyped. It's enough where it could seem like we're flexing on somebody, yes. but it's not enough. Like even if I said three, I think if uh, even if I said three thousand, I think it's just that whole concept is cringe. Oh, yeah. Well, I agree. That part don't love, but I mean overall, I think if you if you wolf. actually watch that and you didn't know what Two Buttons Deep did, you know, I think the inside joke about the capital region, loving where we live, you know, being honest promoters of places and things like that, I think that is a pretty accurate. If you were to check our timeline right now, of some of the things that you would see, so I would say that that uh, part of those sound bites were maybe intriguing to somebody that maybe hasn't followed us and has yeah. spectrum news. So she got 70 that passes. Yeah, no, passes. I'm not saying, I'm not saying that, but yeah, I think, you know, it's just our style is so different than traditional news media. And I think sometimes when Jack and I meet with younger people who are in traditional broadcasting, our heart kind of goes out to them a little bit because they are probably like so talented, have so much potential, have such a long career ahead of them. But are like trying to fit whatever square peg into a round hole like they want to work in traditional but the world is changing so much and you know I think a lot of those people obviously when they come out of news end up having really flourishing careers doing similar things but not the exact thing and you know they have a format that they have to follow they have to zoom in on your face they have to do this they have to do that like it's it's only so much room for creativity and I feel like that's when you watch a, a piece like that you're like okay I know what it. I know what your your parameters were, Jonah. I think it was good. I, I could only hear it. Yeah. Context. I haven't watched it either. Um. I'd be curious to see what the other news stations could put out about us. I want to see if anybody wants to take a bite at that and see if they can do better. Follow two buttons deep on a day where they sabotage Park Albany. Let's <laughs> take a ride with the guys. Good shout out to the bunker though. And like Speaker Sunny and Miller Light yeah. and the Druthers. I mean, come on. That was some good content in there. Yeah. And honestly, the shots of you guys chilling in the room talking, that that was looking professional. So oh, yeah. and she also kind of added me for Waterside World. So definitely a hit piece. My boots were great, Your though. boots look great. I'm really glad I brought those boots out for that shoot. So Yes. Oh, man. Well, good I stuff. I feel pretty good about it. I feel good about yeah, it. Yeah, I feel. Thanks, Sarah. Th and I appreciate that somebody also, by the way, in a world where a lot of the traditional media can envision us as a competitor and want to ignore what we do. I'm not talking about the Albany Business Review, but maybe I am. It doesn't matter. Um, she took the time out of her day to actually get to know us and take interest in what we're doing. And at the end of the day, like when they have a chance to pursue a story that they want, that's pretty cool that we were on her radar for that. So I do appreciate that element as well as that we can all work together and not be like a competitive media weird vibe. Yeah, oh, for sure. And she pulled up to the bunker, so you got to, you know, give her respect for that. She pulled up, and she really chilled with us and saw the whole process. So 100%. Back nine, Bri got a cameo, too, so heads up. His hands are going to be happy. Yep. Uh, speaking of traditional media and how we're kind of distinguishing ourselves, we've got another big event coming up in December. The third freaking live show of the Buttonista show. Now she's upside down. Yeah, I'm excited. Let's go. <laughs> I can tell. I'm pretty excited. <laughs> um, yeah, it's kind of a homecoming, you know? It's going to be a great way to wrap up 2022. We talked about it off camera the other day, but I would don't think I would have thought in the beginning of the year that we would be in a position to be announcing our third live event in front of an audience. And 
the holidays are tough, you know, but I think with our concept, our location, our format, we know what we're doing. We can pull a great crowd. And I just think for me, it'll be an awesome high to kind of end the year, take a little break around the holidays, like reset, and then come back with doing this on a full scale all times of the year. Yeah. And what's different about this one too, it's in your local area too, right? Yeah, so we're going to do it in Saratoga, right? We could say that. We mm-hmm. announced that a little soft launch, but not going to say where yet. Not that it matters because there's free parking in Saratoga, so you don't have to worry about any of that. But yeah, it's going to be a holiday-themed episode, so that means there's something in it for you guys that come. We want to tie in a charity and do something that gives back to the community while we're at it. So I think the level of content is only getting better. With these shows, we know how to format it. We know how to repurpose it for our regular page. And I just want to bring the holiday cheer. And as my mom said, I will be going home right after this and picking out my outfit because I had a hard time with that last show. So I'm on it. How many outfit changes on this one? Um, This could just be a one. This could be a one and done. It's a little smaller, a little more intimate. So um, having said that, though, it is the holidays. So I think I could do something a little fun. I cool. almost just gave a hint away, but I'm, I'm picturing like Mean Girls uh, performance on stage, oh, okay. like that kind of outfit. Okay, all right. Now I know what you think about when you go home at night, but whatever, it's fine. Hey, no, now, I'm just kidding. It's uh, I'm excited too because the the one bartender was pretty cool. So Doug. I'm excited. Stop it! Are you just dropping hints? Oh yeah, that was a hint. But uh, yeah, I, I, Doug's there's Doug's everywhere. There's Doug. I've never Doug has met worked a Doug. everywhere. So what I was trying to say was the 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 staff there seems pretty cool. So I'm yeah. excited to go and work with them and and do that. So. Yeah. No, I think it's going to be a very good vibe for sure. Yeah. So Casual. Stay, stay tuned for that official announcement. But as we know, Taylor doesn't want to rush the holidays. So we gotta we gotta have Thanksgiving first, and you can enhance your Thanksgiving spread with a one-of-a-kind giveaway from the Buttonista. Oh, yeah. I'm really excited about this one. Jack and I did a little on-the-job video the other day that was educational for me. I designed my own floral arrangement at the Plant Hatch in Clifton Park, and I've never done something like that before. I buy fresh-cut flowers, and I put them out, but this is something that you would be happy to have on your table as a host, happy to bring to somebody that's hosting you. So we're going to post a video of my creative process and how it all went down at the plant hatch and then offer my followers a chance to win this exact arrangement uh, just made by the actual professionals one week later for your Thanksgiving day table. And they're going to offer it on their website. So you're going to be able to buy it all holiday season. It's like a buttonista floral arrangement. So if you really like it and you don't win, you can work with the plant hatch over the holidays to make your kind of floral dreams come true at your house. So is the, is the plant hatch like some, like a, a flower place? You can just go there and buy all your sorts of flowers. Like what is the plant hatch? Like? The plant hatch is a, what would you call? I actually don't know what you would classify it as. It's not a greenhouse. It's a, it's a hatch full of plants. It's a plant store. So they mostly sell outdoor plant. I mean, no, I'm sorry. They mostly sell indoor plants that you use to decorate your house with. They sell home goods, pillows, candles, all that kind of stuff. And then they also have a floral department where you can order a floral arrangement for, you know, birthdays, Thanksgivings, things like that. So I've gotten to tour the store similar to how we did here at the bunker and then also go behind the scenes and figure out how they work their floral magic in the back. So that's something that I wanted to get for my studio. I want to get some plants and stuff for my house. I want to start hopping into that life. So Mm -hmm. is that where I would go to? 
That's where started. you would go, and we could take say, you there. Yeah, I didn't get into the plant game until I moved to Albany and got big windows. And I would say Plant Hatch probably has one of the best selections in the Capital Region. So oh, it's God, a good place yeah. to get your, your, your toes wet, your plants wet, and <laughs> want to go wet your plants. Uh, start there. They got yeah. literally everything under the sun for you. And they're knowledgeable. They'll give you what you need to start out, tell you, you know, where it goes, when to water it, all that jazz. Yep. Cool. But you got my advice for plants is you got to just feel it. You got to start a relationship with the plant. Don't, I don't, I don't read anything. I just, I just look at it and I can tell when it needs water. I agree. It's a, it's an energy thing. There's plants that call to you. I wondered why your plants always look dry, man, at the house. Like, you, gotta, you can't just communicate that way, bro. Listen. It's on a schedule, man. You take care of your kid. I'll take care of mine, all right? All right wow. Cool. That's that's some low-key shade right there. You're, this is a hit piece on you. You're right. I, seriously. <laughs> that's really funny, Drew. No, but I'm going to check that out because that is something that I wanted to get into. So I know it's they a- got the beginner plants. So you Maybe some just take sunlight or something. They'll give you the scoop but they have like what i like about their selection is that it's definitely more indoor plants they're small they can go on a countertop they don't have to take up all this room in your place i mean some of them will grow to be big but yeah i think if you're a beginner it's a new it's kind of a new thing but it's a part of growing up i think greens can really enhance your life especially when it gets colder out and you need that little uh what do they do oxygen Mm -hmm. they they do that oxygen yeah so what did you make like a bouquet like a bouquet i made like a table arrangement so it's kind of flat and I'm really proud of it. I looked through the pictures and I thought I did a really great job. So stay tuned to see how you can win that for your own team. It's out now. Nice. It's out Friday. now. Oh my God, it's out now. Yeah. Win. Go check it out on our Instagram and uh, stay tuned for our peak of the week. Presented. Peak into the week. Peak into the week. Peak into the week. Start with peak of the week. Two different peaks. Two different peaks. It's tough when I'm writing the caption to make sure I get them right. But mm-hmm. peak into the week is presented by Slip 12. If you did not see the latest 2BD Cribs, Go check it out because this is one of the coolest, most revolutionary projects that are happening right now in the Albany Warehouse District. They are converting the former Huckfins Warehouse into almost 300 apartments, a brewery, a full-force gym, a coffee shop, and Huckfin is still there, just downsized a bit. And it's just like this this community that they're they're cultivating out of out of nothing. And it's incredible to see, incredible to see this process. People are coming from all over America. We just heard of someone from Chicago moving there. And uh, it's going to be a really big thing around Albany. But, Drew, do you know what a slip is? I know a permission slip and, yeah, that's a slip. Slippery slope. Slip. Slippery slope. No. It's named Slip 12 because it's where the Erie Canal used to run through Albany before it got filled in. And, you know, when you see like a, a, a boat dock, those are called boat slips, the little, uh, like the, 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 the catwalks. Okay. Where you go out to your boat. It was the same thing on the Erie Canal, and they had slips where the boats would dock, you know, load on and off cargo. And Slip 12, the number 12, was directly underneath the building where... Huck Finn building and Slip 12 was created. So the number 12 was underneath on the ground? Yep. And what did that, nobody knows that, what that 12 meant though, right? That just meant it was a 12th slip. Like oh, the dock next to it was the 11th cool. slip. That's cool. Okay, yeah. it all comes, that's dope, that's dope. Okay, I see why, I see why. And then it's by, it's, it's not by the ocean though. 
No. It, it, it came off of the Hudson River. Got it, got it. Yeah, because it's the highway right there, so it was over there. Yeah, but it was the Erie Canal. The Erie Canal was dug throughout New York State to uh, call, allow I, people. Yeah, I you know the song. I call it all ocean. I call them all oceans. Do you remember the song? How does it go? 15 minutes. Low bridge. Get out the way. Down. Low bridge, because we're coming to your town. You better go to Fifthly on the Erie Canal. That's Shit. crazy. That's I, I should know that. I sung it by heart my whole life. Wow. Little, limited to no memory of that. But yeah, if you're looking for a new place to live in Albany, go to slip12albany.com. Check it out. Show it some love. Tour the place or just do my virtual tour. Honestly, we did a great service because if you want to move there, you could just watch our tour, get a feel for it, and then go and actually see what units are available. I think, uh, well, there's a lot of remarkable history around this, so we're actually piecing together our next installment of A Brief History Of, which we've done on Central Warehouse. We've got one in the works about Stewart's, and just like a very quick, concise recap of, you know, very notable things in the Capital Region. I think it's going to be a good segment for us, and since there's so much history in Slip 12, uh, we pieced one together, so that should be out this week as well if you want to learn more, because one of the most crucial things that everybody has in their house was created there. So yeah. I think people should know about this, this That's history. That's true. That's very true. Any guesses, Drew? You said that everybody has every least- single person, every single Pretty business. Pretty much every, every building you've ever been into has this. And if they don't, it's a problem that you find out at a bad time. Asbestos. <laughs> they sold this, Drew. It was oh, something you could buy. They sold it. They Consumer sold it. product. Yes. I want to say Ice. Ice, Cause, cause good guess. Cap- capital region, right there. Uh, that was Central Warehouse where they stored ice. No, Close this, though. This is a little different. Hmm. Hmm. I want to say probably something farm related, maybe animal related. Like no, like, it's inside your house today. Okay. And if you don't have it, there's a problem. A door. I got doors. They made doors. No, you're now. you're good without doors. I'm good without doors. I need a roof. No, like you really need this. Oh, a toilet. I need a toilet. Very close. close. You're getting Bathroom. hotter. I need a I need a shower. Nope. Plumbing. No, I need plumbing. Nope. You're closer with the toilet. Think a little more. What do you do uh, after product. the toilet? Flush it with the water. <laughs> Drew. And maybe Drew doesn't wipe. What do you do after? Oh, oh, toilet paper. Yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot <laughs> about toilet go. paper. Yeah, yeah. That, that, sometimes was, I use it, sometimes I don't. So you that know. was invented yeah. by Seth Wheeler. And was uh, created here in Albany and was literally... <laughs> the first toilet paper was created here? Yeah. yeah. What? You learn something new every day, Drew. So that's why we're releasing this clip. And that is why Slip 12 is the presenting of Peak Into the Week. You should peek into Slip 12. It's a remarkable process. One of the coolest lobbies in the area. Uh, but a peek into our week. We got three big things coming up this weekend. First, Saturday, I will be marching in the Schenectady Holiday Parade. We unfortunately did not follow through with our Glenville Bridge mission, but, uh, you know, you got to prioritize and we can't make it all happen. So it'll be me and Granny's time to shine and uh, we'll be marching down. I love that. Um, Saturday night. Also, you guys have the Albany Center Gallery Gala. Yep. The Gallery Gala. That's tough. Yeah. Yeah, we can call it through the decades because Albany Center Gallery is celebrating their 45-year anniversary operating in downtown Albany. They've had a couple locations. They found their home next to Stacks on Broadway, and every year they have a banging gala, and uh, Drew and I are lucky enough to get to go, bring some dates, have a good time, Ooh. celebrate art in the community, and just have a, have, have, have a party. 
and throw on some fun outfits. So fun be outfits. prepared. What are you guys there. wearing? You'll just see what I'll be wearing. So just check out the All pictures. right. All right. I'm trusting you guys to show out for that. Lastly, Sunday, Stuyvesant Plaza. The Buttonista will be emceeing what might be the first tree lighting ceremony in the Capital Region all year. Yeah, I'm very excited to be asked by Stuyvesant Plaza, one of the premier shopping destinations in the area. They do a holiday stroll on Sundays where you can take your family, you can ride around in a horse-drawn carriage, there's hot cocoa, there's Santa, there's live music. So they invited me, of all the people in the Capital Region. She said I was the first one that came to mind. Let's go. Not going to make her regret it. Um... And I'm going to have an awesome time. I'm curious about my outfit because of the weather situation. But um, I just picture like when they go out on the plaza on the Today Show and it's freezing. I need to be dressed for success in terms of the weather. But also, I'm here to have a good time. Don't get me wrong. See, I'm thinking like that scene from Mean Girls when they're on stage. That's what you should wear. Okay. What's up with Mean Girls? Jack's loving Mean Girls. I'm on a Lindsay Lohan kick. I'm sorry. The world is. Lindsay Lohan is making a comeback that nobody else has ever seen. Lindsay Lohan, I'm going to say it right here on this podcast. She's as unstoppable as the bunker. Oh, I like that. You heard it here first. Love it. Well, thank you guys for tuning in to Behind the Buttons live from the bunker in North Greenbush. This episode or the show comes out with new episodes every single Friday. We appreciate you listening and we'll see you next week.